You're listening to Rock the Boat, a show about Asian Americans who challenge the status quo. Our past guests have included Andrew Yang, Michelle Fawn, Patrick Lee, and more. Our mission is to champion diversity in radio and elevate the voices of Asian Americans through storytelling. I'm your host, Lucia Liu. Hey guys, welcome to season four of Rock the Boat. In season four, we explore the stories of changemakers who are oftentimes behind the scenes. They're the ones who are making waves, pushing boundaries, and creating change, but their names aren't always associated with the companies they've built or the movements they've started or the influence they have within an industry. Too often, their stories are trimmed down to just the key facts and stripped of their inherent cultural backgrounds to appeal to the masses. In season four, I dive deep with 15 incredible guests to share their stories, explore how their cultural backgrounds impacted their work, and how ultimately they are able to make waves. Season four starts February, March 13th at 2 p.m. Here's a preview clip from the first episode of season four with our first guest. Besides being an investigative editor, the Times had a kind of a cross-desk race team mm. that was an initiative around covering race. And I, I edited uh, a reporter, Rachel Swarns, who's on that team. And several people on the team, including Rachel and I think Mark Lacey, who ran the team, who's now the national editor at the Times, were emailing me and saying, I think you should write about this. And I think it was Mark who suggested, why don't you do it as an open letter to this woman? I was like... Okay, I'll try that. Uh, honestly, I was actually a little skeptical that it would work, but I wrote it that way and and published it, and it just took off. I remember it was in the middle of some other giant news event. Maybe it was a debate or something, and we published in the middle of that. And right. s- still, it just sort of accelerated. And so then the next day, it became a viral uh, piece on right. the Internet. It really hits home. Yeah. It really hits home because it, it just feels like, oh, We've been here for so many years, and yeah. we still don't feel like we belong. Yeah, and and so the the thing that happened was the next day, the Times has a, a meeting where it's a, a morning meeting where they talk about the news of the day, and there's also starting to plan the front page of the newspaper. And and so we started talking about this this my piece, and they said, oh, well, let's put it in, in print. Because actually, I thought it was just going to run online. And I was like, oh, okay, we can stick it in the back of the metro section or something like <laughs> that. And then eventually, by the end of the day, at like 4.30, a decision was made to publish it on the front page of the New York Times. How did you feel? I mean, it was in a, in a in retrospect, that decision was such a giant sort of decision and and made the piece because it was not not just because the it was an extraordinary moment because of the subject matter, the fact that it has to do with Asian Americans and belonging and and it's not it's not it's very unusual to have that written about on the front page of the New York Times. But it's also the fact that it happened to you and you're you're one of the you're right. one of them, right? Like you're you're right. in your Yeah, tongue. it was a, and it was a first person piece and it was written as an open letter. It was very unusual. It's a very unusual decision. And that led to I mean, this is the modern New York Times, but there was uh, what ended up happening was because there was so much response they started asking other Asian Americans, has this ever happened to you? And people started tweeting about it with this hashtag, this is 2016. And our video team, the, the, the video team of the New York Times, started reaching out to these people and turned around 
this incredibly powerful direct-to-camera video of people telling their stories, Asian Americans telling their stories of these kinds of things happening to them. That video went viral, and then it, and it led to, we held a, an online forum, and, and it just sort of became this thing. And, and it became such a big deal that... I remember I was like at Barnes and Noble like shortly after all this and, and somebody looked at me and it's like, wait, are you uh, that reporter at the New York Times? <laughs> and it was so strange. If you haven't guessed it already, that was Michael Law, a former investigative reporter at the New York Times and now the editor of The New Yorker. Michael actually presented at our last launch event for season three in September. So if you missed that event, this is a great opportunity for you to hear his story. Listen to the full episode Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have time this Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are hosting the launch of season four online via a live webinar. This is the first time we're doing a live webinar but we hope that this will allow people who aren't in New York City to get involved and join in on the conversation. We will have a panel of season four guests as speakers, and you'll have the opportunity to ask them questions online. All of our featured speakers will have their own episodes on season four of Rock the Boat. They are Sarah LaFleur, founder of MM LaFleur, Philip Hahn, a managing director at Goldman Sachs, and Danny Tang, the founder of Boxu. You can find more details about the event in our show notes and a link to register for the webinar as well. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you all on Thursday.